Accidental Hope listeners, wanted to let you know that we have launched a Patreon. If you're interested in giving from a joyful heart, please follow Patreon forward slash Accidental Hope, and I would love your support. If this blesses you today, would you mind liking, sharing, following, subscribing, tell a friend, or even leaving a review? Thanks so much. Welcome to Accidental Hope Podcast, a community that seeks hope and healing from a faith perspective. My name is Jennifer, and I'm not an expert, but I do share life experiences because I believe it will help someone else. So get ready to open your heart, laugh, cry, and receive. Let's get started. Here we are. This is the very first or inaugural episode of Accidental Hope. Thank you so much for pressing play and taking a chance on me. And today's topic is just to share my heart, vision, and purpose for the show. I am one small person, one little squeaky voice from Texas, a part of a much bigger picture and a much bigger need. So in my life, I have had many experiences some might describe as extraordinary trials, but in every valley through every fire, there was always God. He was always there showing himself, you know, folding us in under his wings. And I feel like there was always this miracle about to unfold. Always an unspoken prayer was about to be answered. And so I was never without hope. And until, of course, I had my accident. And so I just want you to know that I'm glad that you are here today. Accidental hope is something that I have prayed and meditated on over months and months, feeling this need, seeing this need within our world. Well, who am I to start a podcast? I mean, I'm a teacher by trade. I have no idea what it's like to edit. And so this podcast will never be perfect. I want you to know that it comes from a place of obedience. So who is this person? Who am I? Well, I'm just an ordinary girl. I'm a wife of 17 years. I've been married to my husband, Chris, and he is a multi-sport coach. So if you understand what that means, our life is sometimes just defined by the seasons. Literally, are we in football season? Is it basketball season? We are about to head into baseball season. We literally kind of revolve our life sometimes around these seasons, you know, go figure, right? And we have four amazing children, two boys, two girls, ages 16 to 6, and we live in Central Texas. So none of this sounds like why I would need to have a podcast. You know, I'm just a middle school teacher. I teach math. I love my students. I love my calling. I'm not quitting my day job. But in the midst of all those things, life happens. And we all have these extraordinary things that can come along and kind of give us that curveball, right? We all experience different things. In my journey, I have experienced quite a few things that were challenging. Every time, like I said, I saw God working in me. I became out stronger. I came out reconciled. I came out, you know, just on fire for the Lord, you know, throughout all these different things that happen. Accidental hope was truly birthed out of something completely, completely set apart from things that I had experienced before. I want you to know where I see this going and it 
Like I said, it will never be perfect, and I don't expect it to be, but it is from a place of me trying to see a need and fill a need within the community. I really came to know a place that was helpless and hopeless after my car accident in 2016. And I felt like the church and counselors and friends and family members, despite all their love and support and prayers, I was completely surrounded. I was a person grounded in faith, and yet I felt completely alone. And we all know what happens when you get alone. The enemy of this world wants you to feel isolated. So that's where I was. I was surrounded by love and support. I was grounded in a foundation of the word. And yet there I felt helpless and hopeless. For the first time in my life, I could not see how things would ever get better. For the first time in my life, I could not even see it through a faith lens. In fact, it was dimming. I was losing hope. Hope was dying. And and of course, I couldn't stay in that place. And praise the Lord, I did not stay in that place. And in fact, I had to reach and seek and hope began to, you know, flicker and it would grow. And now I'm in a place where I look every day to just filling my spirit with things of gratitude and places of hope, because I know we will face another trial where those sources could be depleted or shaken or wavering that really could have rocked our world, rocked our faith. And yet each time we came out a little bit more full of hope, loving the Lord, and solidified as a family. In 2016, when I had my car accident with fatality, that was the first time I really could see a disconnect between my heart and my mind, between my faith, between my spiritual eyes, and everything that I had ever uh, centered my life around. I lost some of that for a little while. I didn't see anything from my faith perspective. In fact, I was starting to doubt. I almost lost that hope. I almost lost the will to live a normal life. I almost lost faith completely. And I doubted everything. So everything that I ever knew was completely shattered. So for me, the trauma was causing the fatality of another person. I did not know how to navigate life after that. And I caused so much pain. I caused the ultimate pain and suffering for someone else, for a completely different family, a stranger. Suddenly, I was on the other end of that pain, and I really didn't know how that could be my purpose in life. I wasn't sure where I could go from there, how I could redeem myself. And ultimately, we know that I couldn't have done any of those things. Only Jesus can do that. And so this side of heaven, some of these things will never be answered in the in a normal way. I can't completely reconcile that. All that I can do now is go back to where I am rooted, go back to the foundations of uh, who I am and who Christ made me to be, go back to God's word and his truth and allow him to fill me up and to burn that flicker of hope inside me and stir it up. And then, of course, give to others because what God has given to me, I want to make sure that I'm sharing those messages and sharing those insights with other people and and bring you along in with me how we can learn from one another through the most difficult and intimate circumstances. So in the moment of my accident, when I felt completely alone and there was no manual to help me out of it, 
I saw a need. In that moment, I became a part of a forgotten community, one that can sometimes be very painful. Um, This is certainly a, a very sensitive subject, and I never, ever want to diminish the pain of the victim's family. I always want to be sensitive to those who are grieving and mourning. But I also saw this great need of no resources for people like myself who were in this helpless, hopeless situation. And we call ourselves caddies. So now I am a part of a community, and I I feel blessed to be part of this community. A caddy means causing accidental death or injury. It's a term created by another caddy, Marianne Gray, who is a pioneer for us. Also, you may hear me refer to myself as an accidental casualty survivor, and that is also how I feel. We certainly are not the victim or the victim's family who also were thrust into this reality, but in some ways, we are survivors. As we go forth in life and we are thrown these curveballs in a blink, our whole world can change. None of us are immune to this. And I was one of those people that became suddenly changed. I became this person who had now a lifelong battle of anxiety, depression. I also became a person now living with PTSD symptoms. But life is not meant to be predictable. And God certainly tells us all throughout the Bible that we can guarantee there will be curveballs, there will be mountains, there will be valleys, there will be fire. When I tried to get up and and create that same old routine, and I just couldn't, I couldn't do it on my own. I reached out to those, we are here because I want to share hope. I don't want to give up. I don't want you to give up. I believe we will all learn to live in a new normal and find hope each day, new hope each day. Just like God's mercies are new each day, he fills our cup with hope and things to believe in each day. And then I want us to share it. I am challenging you to be ambassadors of hope with me because there is a hurting world out there. We are all hurting. We are all battling something. And so God implanted in me some skill sets, just as he has implanted in you skill sets, things that he has given you, prepared you for, equipped you with, and you are ready to use them. You are ready to share them. You are ready to take on the manifest of what God has ordained you. And sometimes that means walking in light after a trauma. And so I am challenging you, if that is you, if you are an overcomer, if you have been equipped with certain things and knowledge and revelations after walk through that fire, I want us to share that together. I never knew that I was equipped to handle the things I was going to have. I didn't know at that, you know, when I was younger, that someday I was going to go before a grand jury and that I would really see my freedom on the line. I didn't know that someday I would have to navigate shame and guilt in the ways that I have. I never knew that I could love strangers like I do now. As I hear stories of other accidents and people who come out of, um, you know, the media world, because I don't know them in the physical, but I see them through social media or they find me through the blogging or God just presents them to me. Honestly, 
I start to see how much my, my heart has grown in compassion for people I don't know, for the victims' families that I don't know, for the other caddies out there that I do not know, and for the people who have been in the past who really felt in, in the shadows without a voice. And now I feel this calling, this compelling, you know, drive to find them, to seek them out and to tell them, don't give up hope. There's so much hope. And that was all something that God put in me before this accident ever happened. The accident was never going to be a surprise to God, but it certainly was something that he had already said, Jennifer, I see you and I'm going to walk this with you. And you may not hear my voice and feel my presence, but I will never forsake you. I will be right here and we're going to journey this together. And the Holy Spirit comforted me and the Holy Spirit was listening and the Holy Spirit was praying for me when I couldn't. And so I know without a shadow of a doubt, I know that I know that I know how deep and wide God's love is for me and is for you walking through your trial. I am reading the uh, NIV version of Romans fifteen thirteen. And so will you open your Bibles and read it with me? And that's, I just dedicate this verse to this first episode. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's say that one more time. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And friends, that's where I am. Because in the time of my, in my desperation, I could not see hope. I couldn't even imagine life with joy again or peace. I felt guilty for those things. I felt the enemy's voice really loud trying to steal any any glimmer of hope, joy, and peace. That destructive voice was very loud in my ear. And yet, I knew to hold on. I knew to hold on to a foundation of what God's word was. And so then I took things little at a time. I saw, you know what, let's break this verse down. God is my hope. He's the hope. And if I can just stick with that little part, the joy and the peace will eventually come through the power of the Holy Spirit. So when you are in the middle of a mess, because we all have these secret battles, we all have something that we're fighting, something that we're struggling with, some kind of stronghold or a children's stronghold, something is going on. We all have some kind of battle to consider. And you may not be able to see your joy and your peace right now, but you can seek Jesus. You can start there. You can seek God's word and you can read it and you can read it and you can cry over it and you can cry out and you can sing it and you can just say, I don't know yet, but I'm going to trust that I will. So start there and those other things will fall into place, I promise, because God's word is faithful and he says, find me. I'm your God of hope. I am your hope. Hope in me. And once you say that and say, I'm going to believe it, I believe that you are the God of hope, the peace and the joy will come. God placed accidental hope on my heart when my heart was very heavy and I felt a calling to help others like me. And in turn, learning from others, I have been blessed beyond measure. It's not really about me, but once I've met the neighbors and the strangers and the people who've had accidents, you know, two months ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 
18 years ago, when I've met the people and heard the stories from, from Canada and from the UK and from Peru and from India, and I start to see that there is this hurting world, we really are connected. We really are that different at all. And so my accident is my trauma. And your your trauma, your 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 source of pain might be something different, but we can all learn from one another. This is not a comparison game. This is about us coming to the table, showing our vulnerability, and asking where can we learn from one another? Where can we just be in awe? I want to hear those stories that just give you goosebumps and make your hair stand up and, and get you fired up. Like, that's what I want this to be, a place where you feel blessed, where I can give a voice and be a voice for those that may not be able to speak for themselves. And I feel just honored, really, truly. I do feel honored. And so how did this come about? I just want you to know there was a place where I was sitting in my uh, counselor's office and there was this moment where I was crying out. I mean, I was pleading out with the Lord. I didn't understand why I was there. How would I get out of this mess? What am I going to do? Where do I go from here? How could I still serve the Lord with with what I was feeling? And I saw that because there were just no resources, I felt distraught. And I felt just completely helpless. And surrounded by all that love, I I, I still felt alone. And I realized... That accidental hope could be a place where people could come together and discuss how to find hope in desperate places. And I only know how to share my story one way, but truthfully and honestly and openly. I wear my heart out on my sleeve and I'm an open book. And truly, I can't ever share my story without sharing my faith. I can't share how I've overcome without sharing the relationship with God because he is my hope. He truly is my hope. As I welcome anyone, believer and non-believer, I still have to be authentic to who I am. And if I tell you that I prayed this or I listened to the Bible app or, you know, I went back to God's word, that's what I did. And and that's all I know. And so I have to be true to that. So this, this, this show, the podcast is a faith perspective. And I'm not an expert. I'm just a teacher. My degree is in teaching. I have taken some psychology classes. And of course, I've been through some counseling. And I've read every book that I can get my hands on that is even close to what I've experienced. But in no means am I an expert. I'm just a person. I'm just a mama from Texas who has experienced life. And I'm willing to share it. I'm willing to share it as authentically as I can so that maybe one person out there feels a little bit less alone. And so it is my hope that this space will be a place to share the voices of overcomers, that the stories will inspire each of us to seek hope and be ambassadors of hope, to share hope with the hurting. So I ask, invite you to be a part of this discussion. In fact, more than likely, I can almost guarantee it will be those times where there were groans and growing pains that we saw change within our heart. I encourage you, to come and join me on this journey. The accidental hope will not be about me. It will be a place of support, encouragement, inspire and educate others. And you will be invited to join with me. I hope that you can see my heart with accidental hope. This is in no way about me, but in a greater 
purpose to reach those that are hurting and feel alone in the world. And so I just thank you, friends, for joining the journey. Next week, we will talk about finding our identity in Christ and not in the circumstance. Because the situation, no matter what you are in, whatever you are walking, will only be temporary. But getting to the who we are after a trauma and how we can define ourselves in Christ, well, guess what? That is eternal. So again, I thank you. I pray that you would seek hope today and share it tomorrow and promise that it's out there. If we open our eyes, if we open our hearts to receive it, God has put those things surrounding you that will be hopeful and fill you up with enough to manage today and carry you to tomorrow. So find it, seek it, and then share it. What you have, someone else needs. We are in this together. Thanks for listening to Accidental Hope. Remember to seek hope and share it. Come back next week. Bye. Happy Music Number 7 brought to you by scottholmesmusic.com.